right, everyone. Hello, welcome to uh, Toast the Town. Yeah, the uh, brand new podcast from all your favorite friends. Nice. Toast the Town is our our working title. We also considered uh, toasting the town and Toast Town. And by the time this makes it to air or the uh, podcast equivalent of air we may have gone back to toast town because i do like that but i'm only gonna refer to it as toast town it also might be none of them it also might be That's none of true. them you may be listening to this under a completely different title but we we chose not to do toast town because of all the uh similar equivalents right like s town right uh come town halloween town Harmontown. Halloween Town 2. Harmontown. Halloween Town 2. Calabar's Revenge. Yeah. Calabar's wow. Revenge. <laughs> I can't believe you know the name of that. Oh, uh, don't be silly. <laughs> Ice Town. Um, oh. A little deep cut. Uh, but this is the podcast where we talk about the town of any given episode and our favorite entertainment that comes from that town. So, uh, my name is Cole Gerthofer. Mm. I'm Nabil. We're doing last names? Uh, Muscatwalla. We don't have to I told do you not to names. do that. You, come on. <laughs> I'm Nabil, ethnic yeah. last name. That's okay, cool. I'm Hannah Meshes. I am Steven Acevedo. And with us, um... <laughs> you get to do last? All right. <laughs> we have our, uh, computer husband, Daniel, who's going to tell us uh, what we are toasting today. Today we are toasting... Dallas! That was good. Wow. Yeah. That, that was, was a good time. sound effect. Yeah. I hope Thank you, you spent at least <laughs> half an hour putting that <laughs> Doing together that? last night. Yeah. Um, so, you heard him. <laughs> We're toasting Dallas today. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'll go ahead and ask the question for y'all. Yeah. Steven, what will we be toasting Dallas with? Yeah, what are we toasting with? Let me just pull it Did up Did you right ask quick. yourself? Yeah, well, because y'all weren't going to ask oh, okay. me. Cole <laughs> just looked at me with those whimsical eyes uh-huh. and let me fill in the blanks. Um, we are toasting with 1835 single Ooh. barrel bourbon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We will be drinking an alcohol from the given town every uh, given week. And the only uh, Dallas alcohol we had is this lovely bottle of bourbon that I got from my parents as a graduation gift. Yeah, hell yeah, cool. Uh, contrary to the implication that it is made in Texas, sure. it is in fact probably not made in Texas. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I believe it is made in Kentucky, because uh, otherwise it wouldn't be considered a bourbon proper. Uh, um, Texas's B-side. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So the deal, I guess, that makes it Texas is it is bottled in Texas. Mm-hmm. Which count. is good enough, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. I disagree. Um, oh well, <laughs> well. Please elaborate. We couldn't. We couldn't find any any alcohol better. I just want to acknowledge that I royally botched that alcohol intro, and I hey, apologize. No, no, what? I thought Thanks, that was guys. great. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you did a great job. You know what? Cut out later when you're editing Steven saying anything bad about himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. we'll just get a super cut of it. <laughs> we'll leave it all. It'll in. be dubbed over, and us being like, Steven is a really good person. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it. That was amazing. Um, was should we great. describe the alcohol, though? Or yeah, is that... yeah, well, let's talk a little I bit about it. I will describe it as, sorry, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Hannah does not like... Uh, alcohol. <laughs> liquor, whiskey. Um, also, let me make it clear that it's not just bottled in Texas. It's bottled in North Texas. Correct. So, yeah, it's it's relevant. Well, it's bottled in Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh. it is. I should have known that, that considering I was doing the intro. Yeah. <laughs> No, there are other Information Texas I should have alcohols, been yeah. like Tito's, vodka, mm-hmm. Deep Eddie's, Shinerbach. Yeah. Shinerbach. Are other things we could have drank, but they're not Dallas. So we brought <clears throat> this 1835 bourbon, 
and we've been uh, we've been sipping on it. And Nabil, I don't think has tried it yet. I haven't tried it. I'd love yeah, to. Nabil, go ahead and give I'm us. I'm gonna a pour it in my McDonald's. No, 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 no. Nabil, you gotta drink it straight, man. You can you can chase it. They made me do it. It's like a bourbon coke. Okay. No, it doesn't work that way. Double barrel. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can, can taste, taste both barrels. Taste no, both it's, it's barrels. actually single barrel, Nabil. <laughs> oh Was it? Oh my god. I, I just went through the whole Did you say thing. single barrel? I single oh barrel. well, I just did. assumed that you messed that part up too. Oh. <laughs> Alright, yeah. that's fair. That's, <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to say to that. Can we go around and share our Dallas fun facts? Yeah, of course. Um Well, for the people at home who may not know, Dallas is a city in North Texas. Mm-hmm. And we will be discussing the greater Dallas Metroplex as uh, we will with probably most towns to just incorporate everything in the surrounding area, which also includes uh, Fort Worth and Denton and all other small North Texas uh, Dallas adjacent towns, as there are many of them. Dallas was uh, officially christened in 1841. Yeah. Wait, so that was after this bourbon was yeah. even established. Well, it's pre-Dallas. Yeah, this is bourbon. I think that Dallas the number, the na- the number of the bourbon is for the uh, like year of Texas independence. Oh, oh yeah. shit, shit, yeah. Steven, come on, man. Dude, <laughs> what are we is... doing, Steven? Um, <laughs> to be clear, I'm just a guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are all series regulars here. Yeah. Um, we'll see about this. We'll yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, Fuck, that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Um, we can, the sound you hear is Nabil unwrapping <laughs> the McDonald's that he's eating in the I got the a booth. bacon McDouble for two dollars, y'all. It's <laughs> a pretty good deal. No, Eat that's actually quieter. not a good deal at all. Because like a regular McDouble is only one dollar. I don't think bacon is worth a full extra dollar. Even I. <laughs> also, Nabil, you're now on record eating bacon. Oh, oh my, my goodness. god! <laughs> well, we don't edit know that out, I'm. Edit it out. We don't know that I'm Muslim. <laughs> Well, we, right. don't we don't know. Now you can never. <laughs> there's no way. For you us can to never learn. play this for your mom. Now. I told you not to say your last name. Yeah, yeah it's so smart. Um, oh man. I also think it's worth uh, letting the people know where all of us are from, mm-hmm. for context-wise. Um, you know what? Let's let's do it like we're like introducing ourselves at college orientation. We'll say where our, where we're from and our favorite Dallas fun fact. Okay. Um, so I am born and raised in Dallas. Technically born in Plano, directly north of Dallas. Um, and grew up in Dallas, went to school in Austin, and now live in Los Angeles after a brief stint in the Valley. Um, and my favorite Dallas fun fact is that uh, no one actually knows what Dallas is named after. Oh, I did not know that. I thought it was named after the hit television show. Um, Dallas? That would make sense. That's a a reigning theory. Now, there are a couple uh, competing theories of what it's named after. Um... One is the town of Dallas, Scotland, um, oh. or Vice President George M. Dallas. Hmm. Um, other potential theories include his brother, Commodore Alexander James Dallas, um, who could all very well be terrible people. I don't know. I, I was about to them. say. They most likely yeah. are yeah. all terrible people. Probably. Hmm. That's um, not so much a fun fact. That's yeah. not really fun. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? I tried, guys. Okay, Nabil, you Okay, go. Uh, I'm Nabil still, and um, um, I'm from, uh, I was born in Mumbai, India, uh, moved to Dallas when I was uh, two years old in 1998. Wow, I'm really re- revealing my age. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just dropping. <clears throat> okay, I'm and now currently, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all the fan mail is going to kill me. 
Um, uh, I currently live in Los Angeles, and oh, yeah. my Dallas fun fact, <laughs> my Dallas fun fact is that with the roof enclosed, the entire Statue of Liberty can fit inside the Cowboy Stadium. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> should sweet. it yeah. ever should it ever come up if yeah. it ever that came was, to that should it ever yeah. came that came was substantially to. more fun than Cole's fact. I thought so yeah. Yeah. I get ready so. for mine okay alright yeah Hannah's hey, hey, got okay. Um, I grew up in Arlington, Virginia which is right outside Washington, D.C. and then my family moved to Austin, Texas when I was 18 and I have never been to Dallas but my sister goes to TCU which is a college there my Dallas fun fact is that both the frozen margarita machine and laser tag were invented in Dallas. Hell yeah. They invented two of the best things on earth. Yeah. That's dope. Again, a lot more fun than your fact. You know what? I love that we keep circling back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I am Steven Acevedo. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. I have only been to Dallas twice in my life. Um, once was to spend the night after the Texas OU game one year. And another time wasn't even technically Dallas. I went to Denton to watch my cousin play Navy football. And he had a really impressive tackle that went viral on early YouTube for wow. a little, a little bit. Yeah, like, they, called him, the, um, they called he, him Superman Rambella. Did he play at UNT? He still goes by that, I believe. Uh, yeah, they were playing UNT. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I totally got the facts wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The tackle didn't happen at that game. It happened at the game prior when they played Notre Dame. And then we went to go see him play North Texas in Denton. We took a party bus there, me and my family, because they ordered the wrong bus. Uh, It was just supposed to be a bus. It was a party bus. It was uh, was fun. Uh, And a Dallas fun fact is... um, that 7-Eleven was invented in Dallas. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit that that was also not a very fun fact in comparison to the two that <laughs> I completely compared to Okay, that's yeah. rude because he is reading off my list of fun facts because <laughs> yeah, he is he not prepared. I didn't do my I also homework. love that you said 7-Eleven was invented in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that's what, what I wrote. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was Hannah, man. Don't come at me for that It one. was invented there. Yeah. <laughs> 7-Eleven. Invented. Um, <laughs> other good things. There were a lot of good food items invented at the Texas State Fair, which is in oh, Dallas, yeah. mm-hmm. like corn dogs. Oh, really? Wait, no, that can't be right. I'm not. I'm not going to play this game and like just agree with everything you say. I like, trust are it. Are you positive? I'm positive. Yeah. yeah I least... had a corn dog for the first time when I was like 19 years old. Oh my god. <laughs> and it was good. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's not true, then it, I mean, but that's like a general understanding amongst Dallasites. It could be like a common urban legend or misconception. But I just want to make sure at least one other person fucks up the facts before this is over. Because well, so yes, far, hey. I've, I've fucked up like three or four. We, of them we can, we can None all, of this is being fact checked. We can, we can fact check ourselves. <laughs> We're just sitting talking fact. to each other with no mics. Um, <laughs> it does make conversation better to hear it through the. Yeah, so. I wasn't a big fan of the three of you all prior to. <laughs> oh wow! We just we didn't even know each other. We just all walked in here at the same time. Yeah. Um, well, husband Daniel, what topic will we be discussing first? Oh yeah, music from. What wow. is that clip from? Um, I am not confident that we can uh, definitively declare what okay. clips we're licensing. Vaguely describe oh, it. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> well, well, you can play a game. We can have our listeners. If our listeners can identify all, hey, all of the our listener, mom, our dad, listener yeah. can identify just the yeah. one word Dallas. <laughs> Well, I can say it's from. There, there will, I, I, I snipped four of them, um, and uh, you already heard the first one. That one was pretty easy. It sounded like, for those who forgot, um, 
Dallas. Yeah, well, the the voice <laughs> saying the word Dallas in the first one. So yeah, listeners, if you uh, message us um, and you get <laughs> very hopeful, you get them all right or get any of them right, we'll mention your name. Then the prize is a, a sip from the flask that we're <laughs> yes. currently drinking this a whiskey sip from. Of, of 1835. That we all just got mono from. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, well, I already have had mono in the past, so. I think not I'll to brag. Fine. Oh, do you <laughs> kiss? You kiss people? I no? kiss people, yeah. I, oh, that's sick, dude. Uh, yeah. I, it's real cool. I agree. It is very cool. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. So let's talk about Dallas music, guys. We listen to a lot of music. Um mm-hmm. So the thing about making music in a town that isn't an entertainment capital is uh, a lot of big artists will leave town to find their fame and fortune elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, which is just a fact of doing uh, any kind of entertainment in a town that doesn't have a huge infrastructure for it. And uh, I, as someone who was in a fledgling Dallas music group mm-hmm. for a little while, it was, uh, was kind of hard to gain traction. Mm. Um, so to that end, it's kind of a minor miracle that, that these two wonderful, weird women kind of actually decided to actually stick around and make a lot of music in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about uh, Miss Erica Badu Hell yeah. and Miss Annie Clark. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there's no good reason why they stayed in Dallas. I don't really know. They must mm-hmm. just have a lot of loyalty, which is dope. Annie Clark's family, uh, who is St. Vincent, yeah. has um, like some type of restaurant there that they like still go back and work at yeah yeah the taco place it's in lake highlands taco cabana <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah sure they, they, own, do they own a taco, taco cabana Saint, Saint no, i hope they just like own a chain yeah like, <laughs> they have a franchise yeah, they have a franchise saint vincent's family is a taco bell <laughs> franchise that's amazing um but yeah saint vincent recorded all four of her first four albums in dallas which is fucking wild and uh erica badu Recorded a, a couple projects in New York at Electric Ladyland when she was doing the whole Soulquarian thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm oh. pretty sure most of her records were at least partially written or partially recorded, if not entirely recorded, in Dallas. Um, and both of them are pretty much fantastic and haven't released any bad music between them. Not a single mm-hmm. bad song from yeah. St. Vincent. True. Oh, um, I'm, I'm... No. I'm not the most up on St. Vincent, but, but I'm sure know. if I were to go back through her catalog, I could find one, one snoozer. Mm-mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, she's pretty sick, man. She's pretty, like, um, I overwhelmingly made, dope. Yeah. I made a quick listicle yeah. regarding Annie Clark. Oh, Stephen has something to Stephen say. Has, he's <laughs> raised his, his hand. hand. Uh, yeah, no, I... the. Let's be fair, the David Byrne album she made was not the best. Okay. Oh, that, why did you, know. you interrupt me to say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll just shut me down. <laughs> It made me feel like an asshole for having an opinion. There no, is no need, n- reason to ever need to shit on St. Vincent in my presence. I didn't shit on her. I just said, like, y'all were pretty definitively saying that she's never made a bad piece of work. And I'm not saying that was a bad piece of work, but well, let's acknowledge that it wasn't it was, the best. It was a little soft. From, sure. two, from two people that are very well respected and somehow related to Dallas. Yeah. The work just yeah. wasn't what it should be. We will been. get to well, David yeah, Burns. No, we'll Thanks for saying we'll that. We'll let her know that you hated that album. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to be involved in the rest of this podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Hannah, what is my your... quick listicle? It is brief. Is ranking of Annie Clark's former girlfriends from best to worst? Oh hell yeah! Number one best easily is Carrie Brownstein. Mm. Uh, she is amazing, and she has dated almost every bi or gay female celebrity out there. <laughs> she is an icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Kristen Stewart because like she's cool now, but like mm-hmm. past work, you yeah. know. 
And then number three, and in last place, in my opinion, this is going to be controversial, is Cara Delevingne. I'm actually no, with you there. I couldn't oh, agree more, especially you. with Cara Delevingne coming in last. Cara Delevingne, um, not to drag, cannot act, mm, is not a you, great You see Suicide model. Squad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can she act? Is she in that? Yeah, she is. <laughs> Did Wait, you see it? She yeah, in? I saw it. <laughs> She's Suicide. she's the bad guy. She's like the witch. She's yeah. the Joker. She's <laughs> the Joker. Yeah, Very transformative performance. She was also was she in no was she in Jupiter Ascending? Is that someone else? Uh, no. She I also was didn't not see in that. that really? No, I don't think she's she, been in maybe. something that was very bad. Yeah. Maybe she oh, was, no, she was in the, 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 the YA novel Yeah, I was going to say she was in the John oh, Green Paper movie. Towns, Paper yeah. Towns, yeah. But this, uh, we're talking about Dallas music right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Cara Delevingne. That was just an extremely important tangent uh-huh. that everyone no, needs totally, to know totally, the totally. ranking. So, um, in addition, we also, uh, we got to mention uh, the 90s bands. I feel like yeah. Dallas had some let's, good let's 90s bands. Toadies, man. And the Toadies, man, from Fort Worth. How about them Toadies? How about them Toadies? That album, Rubberneck? Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Like, right at the end of grunge, really twitchy, dark, yeah, really heavy. Uh, yeah. There was a brief period in time where, and they weren't actually my favorite band, but you know when you're at that age and you just yeah. want to impress everyone? Totally. Yeah. And so totally. they were they were that band that people would be like, who's your favorite band? I'd be like, oh, dude, the fucking Toadies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. And people, and people had no idea people, what that was, yeah, and that made you... Yeah, and that made me that's like amazing. the shit in yeah, yeah. Miss Rodriguez's third grade class. <laughs> Wow, third grade. Third grade, man. Third I was grade, I, the toadies. I, wow. I was up on my shit. Stevens yeah. ahead yeah. of his time. Yeah, I am. I've always been way ahead of my time. He really <laughs> has been. Yeah, I really have been. Yeah, born in the that. wrong generation. Also, if we're talking about '90s, well, this is like late '80s, early '90s. Um, anyone fuck with Edie Brickell? She, I mean, yeah. I couldn't name more than one song of hers, but it's a really good song. Good What's song. the song? Well, yeah, it's one that's it. like. Uh, yeah. What I am is what I am. What you want or okay. what? Yeah. That it's should be a, a segment every <laughs> time. <laughs> and, uh, Steven sings the song. The, the yeah. one hit wonder yeah. artist from each city. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I don't think she's technically a one hit wonder. I feel like she has like a cult following. She does. But for I'm, sure. I'm just not a part of that cult. I just really like that one hit that she has. She mm-hmm. also married Paul Simon. Tripping Daisy. I said Paul Simon, right? Not Paul McCartney. <laughs> you did say Paul We put him in his head. Oh, no. Tripping Daisy. Tripping Daisy. They had that song, I, I Got a Girl. Yeah. Remember that? You remember that one? I, I honestly do not know that song. Really? <laughs> do I know Tripping Daisy? Well, maybe. I apologize. <laughs> no, they used to play it on the Dallas al- Alternative how does, how does it go? Give me, like, give everyone me has to go around <laughs> and sing a song. I got a girl who loves her dog. Like, what? Y- no, no, <laughs> I've like, literally never heard that song. You right, made that up. No, I mean, it sounds... We should have gone over this before. <laughs> Lessons learned. It's a great track. Maybe sing the second verse? Yeah. <laughs> the um, whole thing. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it's a great track. And the guy from Tripping Daisy went on to fo- uh, found the Polyphonic Spree. Oh, which, Okay. Right was uh, a very Saint different. Saint Vincent also Saint involved. Vincent yeah. uh, got her start playing in the Polyphonic Spree, yeah. and they were very kind of like um, psychedelic, uh, um, kind of culty band. They all wore like white robes on stage. They oh, had sick. that song uh, uh, "Light and Day," which was uh, a decent alt. Was it hit. a play on the Kid Cudi day and night? Yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. No, <laughs> and fully the guy inspired. from Tripping Daisy and Polyphonic Spree uh, also founded a uh, really cool record store called Good Records in oh, Dallas, where I saw Foster the People in 2011. Can we take a quick detour to talk about Foster the People? No, yeah. no. no, no, yes. We'll say absolutely. that. Are they we're, we're running out of time, They're guys. not from Dallas. They're, no, they're not. Okay. They're from L.A. We'll right. talk oh. about them later. Okay. I don't think, okay. We'll talk about them. We will talk about them. 
headphones come off. Yeah. Gloves oh, come off. I have one more Annie Clark list yeah, sure. that I made. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. This is the ranking of Annie Clark's best bops that simultaneously are perfect for crying in your car, too. Okay. Number one, oh, Young like... Lover. <laughs> yeah. Number two, Smoking Section. Prince Johnny. Prince Johnny. <laughs> yeah, sing it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cheerleader. Those are some of the best songs she has ever written and performed. And when Cole and I saw St. Vincent live in like February or yeah. something, she had a kind of like a thematic short film that she made that played behind it the entire time, which was basically just like her ass out, but it was so good. And it's like one of the best concerts I've ever been wow. to. It was, it was pretty sick. Huh. Yeah. I've always um, wondered what St. Vincent's ass looked like. I well, mean, if you went to that concert, you could have yeah. found out. I know, I couldn't afford it. Or that. there's a music video. A lot of the Mass Seduction. It's also just the album cover, right? Music videos, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, no, I read an article that that was actually a butt ass. model. Yeah. Wow. There, oh. was a, there was a New Damn. Yorker article about it. It was a very prominent butt model. Interesting. Wild. The New Yorker. A, the new, yeah, wow. yeah, the a New Yorker. That's a model. Yes, Stephen reads the New Yorker from time to time. <laughs> no, that I, wasn't I, it wasn't a job. I get my three free articles a month. Um, I also want to make it clear, circling back around, I love St. Vincent, all right? <laughs> I just, In case she's I listening. just don't like blanket statements about people not making mediocre work. Because okay, okay. okay. we're all fair, mediocre fair, sometimes. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. fair. Um, then other 90s band worth mentioning, Old 97s. Old 97s, yeah. yeah. Rhett Miller, great stuff. He was actually, when we looked up, top five no yeah. we just looked up celebrities from, from dallas, dallas right he, and he, he was, was like in the top the, five on google yeah. google just really? provided yeah, right yeah. Now. even i now. also looked yeah. up that list as well yeah. yeah he was on there um I. their album too far yeah. to care one of my favorites like really just barnstorm and alt country stuff mm -hmm. really good stuff good tracks um hip-hop wise mm. um so uh, th what's interesting is that dallas doesn't really have enough of a scene for hip-hop to where it has its own style i mean like, there is we didn't pioneer anything no 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 there's very distinct sort of atlanta rap you mm -hmm. know obviously yeah. you have like even even like dc's got its own style everything is very distinct but then and you go to Dallas, and then it's just like a hodgepodge of just like borrowed techniques and sounds yep. and whatnot. And the ones that do make it big in Dallas, at least, are just like local, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean, followings. Mm -hmm. They don't really make it out yeah. until they move and yeah. then go and, yeah. Or they stick around, and they, they stay kind of local, and, but they don't really have more than a few hits. Yep. Um, big Tuck. Big talk. Yeah, it was a little before my time when I was listening to local radio, but got some timeless classics. Welcome to Dallas, mm -hmm. Southside to Realist. Damn. Um, not a stain on me. But you know who was uh, our time? Yeah. Nabil and I have a, a story about this guy, uh, DeRoe Music with Ice Cream yeah. Paint Job. Yeah. Um, you guys remember that song, Ice Cream yeah. Paint Job? Yeah, absolutely. You want to tell the story, Nabil? Um, yeah. Uh, Dude came to our high school uh, and performed. <laughs> and let me paint the picture. We went to St. Mark's. Okay, <laughs> it was just like a bunch of kids, uh, just like entitled boys in uniforms. And then he came and shredded Deckard Auditorium. Oh came in just performed. The the senior class paid row Music yeah. five thousand dollars to come shit. and crash an assembly and Which perform ice I'll cream say paint job. Worth too it. much money. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too we much have money. different ideas. <laughs> Wait, was that like your senior prank? That was like, there. We, they were was two years older than us. That is an amazing it was, senior it prank. It really was. It, went, yeah. I, it flew under the radar, too. Yeah. It was underappreciated. The administration. Oh. Just like people How didn't really God get the yeah. magnitude of the like, get. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. to, to get DeRoe. Yeah. Most people didn't, most of the kids didn't really recognize, like, you know what was going on. thought it was like some hack-ass, like, Just some dude. Yeah, just some guy coming out. But no, he, like, the administration was like, yeah, come after eighth period for a special assembly. in our like. The guy was like, I forget, 
the head of upper school was saying, like, he had some fake spiel, like, now please welcome esteemed scientist, blah, blah, blah. Esteemed something scientist. Like, something like it that. Was something like that, And then yeah. they brought out Darrell, and he did an ice cream paint job. Dallas. Oh, wait, only, only ice cream paint job? I feel like he started doing a second song. Crazy. I think the set was, the set was cut <laughs> short. It was wait, sick. So they paid $5,000 for yeah. one song. Yeah, that's amazing. That's our high school. Well, he probably gauged what, who was asking him to perform and was like, oh, yeah. If that was you, would know, you do man. it? That sounds like a Would like I do it? Rate. Yeah. Absolutely. I would, too. Yeah. Um, others, other Dallas rappers, um, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Huge. Um, Not a fan. Uh, I mean, sure. Fair. Call me crazy. No fans yeah. um, Hot take fair. alert. Not a big fan of Vanilla then, Ice. There are some really cool uh, people kind of in the underground Dallas scene right now. The Outfit Texas. Uh, Steven and I listened to some of them yesterday. Yeah. Really kind of like. Very interesting. Kind of like, you know, sinister, trappy stuff. Um, Bobby Sessions is a rapper. Oh, yeah. You heard of him? Mm-hmm. He had a song in that new movie, The Hate You Give. Oh, really? He's like a conscious rapper. He's like a kind of like angrier um, J. Cole, who is actually compelling. Yeah. Hey. Um, I was about to say. <laughs> um, then uh, there's these guys, ADD Plus, who are who have since broken up, but they were pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's some good stuff happening in Dallas Underground. Okay, well, we gotta. Are we gonna talk about? Are we gonna talk about Post Malone? That is, I was, that is my so, Dallas bad I fact. I don't consider him a Dallas musician. I consider him one of the people who like moved away to find his fame and fortune. And I, you know where he moved? He moved to L.A. Well, no, he didn't move to Syracuse. First he, he moved was, to Syracuse. He was born in Syracuse, or grew up in Syracuse and moved to Dallas. Oh, trash. And Hannah went to school in Syracuse, so we can kind of The reason him. why I even mention him, though, yeah. is because his sound, at least a lot of his earlier stuff, yeah. the reason why it was so appealing was because people had never heard hip-hop with country influences. That's, that's what people viewed Mo- Post Malone as. Is Big like crit, the baby. Of, well, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> Big Crit, absolutely. Um, but I guess in a way that was more accessible and more, like, commercialized. Mm-hmm. And he dished it out, yeah. people loved it. I think that's why I resent Post Malone the way that I do, because... Big Crit did it. Yeah. You know? and well, Yellow Wolf did it, too. Yellow Wolf yeah, did it. Yeah, well after Big Crit. Big yeah. Crit had like a year on Yellow Wolf. Yeah. And then these white guys come through, and I mean, mm. just don't get, don't even get me started. There's yeah. an and amazing now, article that's like Post Malone is the perfect musician yeah. for our era, yeah. because our era is I just like that. disgusting trash. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has some good tracks, but no. on the whole... Um, yeah. I do like his music. I, I, like I bump plenty I support, of his music, but like I just like harbor resentment towards him. Yeah. Mm. Um, because I, I just like I was just such a champion of Big Crit. Yeah. He was, I was like, oh, this Fair. guy, this guy's gonna be the one. Like, I thought I was up on some shit before everyone else, really and then he just he through. didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. And so, on another level, I ha- harbor a lot of resentment towards Big Crit for leaving a young Stephen mm. hanging like that. That is, uh, that's kind of tragic. Yeah. Should yeah. we? Do I think we might have to move? We on might to have our to move on. Time. Let's real quick. I want to shout out a couple more people. Uh, Leon Bridges from Fort Worth. Hell yeah. yes. Sick. Sick. Hell yes. Really cool. Mm. His first album was really good, like Throwback Soul, and I think mm-hmm. he really changed up on the second one. Past album was great. Um, Pantera is from Arlington. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to, uh, uh, yep. you know, all of them. and all that good <laughs> shit. Are they all dead now? No, have they, have, all have, they, have they all kicked it? Ish. Yeah. Um, God's Ish. Property and uh, Kirk Franklin, gospel guy. Okay, Kirk Franklin is genius. Kirk Franklin's pretty sick. As far as gospel goes, from Fort Worth. Really kind of like pioneered like contemporary gospel in a way. It's the only gospel music I listen to. Yeah. Um, and in a way that he's, like... He's Muslim. No, I'm Muslim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has his, has to his reiterate. Been, honestly, we shouldn't tell people that. No one's going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> people are getting so turned off by Okay, that. so to that end, um, we'll wrap up music. Favorite Dallas albums. Uh, for me, 
St. Vincent's Strange Mercy, one of my favorite albums of all time, period. Super dope guitar tracks, really like uh, out there lyrics about, you know, love and sex and power and all that good stuff. So that's my pick. Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, I, I like But You Can't Use My Phone. Oh, um, Erica? Yeah, Erica Badu. Great shit. You know, com- coming off a five-year hiatus, uh, she went to Africa to record new music and didn't end up, or just sort of explore, came back, recorded the album in 11 days in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. and it features one of the best Andre 3000 features of... I, I think that's the best Andre feature uh, in my Probably. In my it's really, it's really just, good. Pro- I mean, he's, yeah. he kills the What's features. What's the track? Hello? Hello, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's probably my favorite just because it was experimental. It's coming off the Neo Soul. It's got the, yeah. It's, it's like contemporary too, though. It's, it's like very contemporary. Like there's some yeah. trap stuff. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hannah? Oh, I was also going to maybe say Strange Mercy, but I think just to mix it up, I'll say the St. Vincent self-titled uh, yeah. album. That one is amazing. Right. Like I listened to it and it made me kind of want to, I played the drums and just kind of like experimental like different ways instead of just doing like the same patterns over and over again. Like that is so cool. And I kind of wish I was like still able to perform stuff from that album. Um, I'm not even going to be like, oh, I was going to say this, but I'm going to say something else. <laughs> okay. To put you in your place. <laughs> I had to My put someone God. in their fucking place before this podcast was there, but they all show yeah, me but so hard at the up. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one to my right. I'm sorry, Hannah. Okay. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, no, my, my favorite album is also But You Can't Use My Phone by Erica Badu. Um, no, it's the fucking best. Like, there isn't nothing better came out of Dallas. Yeah. But if I have to pick something different, it wouldn't even be an album. It would be that goddamn Edie Brickell song. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll, we'll table roasting the town for a next. we got to move on to our next mm-hmm. meaty segment. And, uh, Daniel, what is that? Movies from Dallas. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh that my God. one was so bad. That one was <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's. Um, movies from Dallas. There aren't, um, you know, any city that is in LA or New York. You got to kind of do some digging for good Dallas films. Um, but there's some really good ones. Uh, together we all watched Bottle Rocket. Mm-hmm. Funny as shit. I loved it. Hilarious. Yeah. Age well. Age yeah. really well. Yeah. Sick costumes. Sick costumes. Oh my God. The, the jump style the fits. Yeah. First uh, Wes Anderson film. First Wilson Brothers film. Yep. Written by Owen and, and Wes. Um, shot partially at uh, St. Mark's, where Nabil and I went to school. Go um, Lions. Go Lions. Really funny and sensitive uh, <clears throat> heist comedy. Um, if you're a Wes Anderson fan or an Owen Wilson fan, you got to check it out. Um, last night I watched this movie Primer, independent sci-fi movie made for like 7000 bucks, 2004. This guy Shane Carruth went on to make Upstream Color. Really cool, mostly shot in Addison and Richardson, oh. which is really my neck of the woods. Yeah, um, like it's so independent that like the first people listed after the cast are the director's parents for cooking all the food. Oh, like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so it's sweet. seventy minutes, really twisty time travel movie. Low production value, but looks cool. It's like these guys like accidentally discover time travel and they like build a small time machine in a oh, U-Haul, wow. U-Haul storage unit. Really kind of dark and twisty. It's cool. That's awesome. I um, totally want to watch that. I also w- rewatched uh, The Tree of Life because I remembered there being some Dallas scenes in that. And? And uh, there's a lot more that took place in uh, outer space than mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. It's I one mean, of those movies that, like, I can't remember if I saw. I was just about to say Really? Yeah. Oh, it's good I'm as like, hell. Did I just see that? I just got the thing. Criterion Blu-ray. It's good. I absolutely have not seen it. Yeah. It's good, but, like, n- doesn't count. There's, <laughs> like, one shot of him at Reunion Tower. I have one that kind of counts. When I was researching, I learned that parts of RoboCop were yeah, filmed yeah. in Dallas. Yes. Even though it takes place in Detroit. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, similarly, uh, Boys Don't Cry was oh, yeah. shot in Dallas, but set elsewhere. Uh, Steven and I, what do, what do we... We watched uh, True Stories. Yeah. Um, good good David Byrne. Uh, back to my point about David Byrne, someone who I also <laughs> love with all my heart, but have to admit that not everything he did was amazing. Okay. True Stories, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good flick. Good flick. It's good like... Flick. It, it honestly, like, it really... So, like I said, uh, from Texas, born and raised, but I've really only been in North Texas twice in my life. So, like, I have these images of what North Texas is, a lot of it is very bland and very scary and unsettling. Mm. And David Byrne really captured, like, what my childhood brain always imagined was taking place in North Texas. Just, like, oversized characters. Just, like, oversized like characters. Like, endless shopping cookie cutter malls. houses. Yeah, the endless shopping Just malls. Just, like, tech boom. Yeah. You know, a husband and wife that only communicate through their children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny it's, it's, movie. It's a scene. I didn't make yeah, it up. It's really wow. <laughs> it's really quirky. Uh, yeah. And it's, then uh, John Goodman, yeah, young John Goodman, which, yes. like, to be fair, another person who I love with all my heart. Um, but uh, mm. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if it, so. In the movie, he, he you know he plays a, a Dallas man. Uh, what is his, his occupation? He's like he works at one of the like tech, yeah, he's like a, he's microchip a, he's a tech guy. But he talks with a southern draw, and I was telling Cole like, oh man, like this is a pretty bad like southern draw <laughs> considering it's John Goodman. But I don't even think it was. I think like at this point, like watching that movie, like however many years removed, like, you're just so, like, yeah. you recognize the John Goodman voice, like, so hard yeah, that, yeah. like, anything else he does, it's still like, oh, that's John Goodman. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, it doesn't that's even... A, you know, so I don't think it was a bad Southern draw upon further reflection. It was just, <laughs> he can't help being John Goodman. That's <laughs> so true. true. We also got to mention uh, probably the most lauded recent Dallas movie, even though it wasn't actually filmed in Dallas, but Dallas, Dallas Buyers Dallas Club. Dallas Buyers Club, mm. yeah. Uh, which I watched recently, and I understand that it may be problematic at parts. I with, would say uh, so. Yeah, you know the the redeemed bigot trope. Yeah, it's kind of played out, and uh, I understand that um, people weren't terribly thrilled with the cis man playing a, a trans woman. Um, but that said, upon rewatch, I do think it's a very uh, empathetic movie for a lot of reasons. I think the performances are all very good, and uh, the star of the film. Uh, Contrary to popular belief. Sorry, I just gasped. Yeah, I was like, said. what happened? <laughs> I love Matthew. Mc- I, mean, I love Matthew. Well, McC- people oh, think yeah. he's the star, but the real star is director Jean-Marc Vallée. Mm. Um, I, future star of uh, Big Little Lies and Sharp Objects. No, no, no. I understand. Yeah. I'm not questioning who it was. Yeah. It was just a real pretentious. It's way. like yeah. the, the real <laughs> yeah. star of the movie yeah. was yeah. Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wrote a whole real star of the movie was the friends we made <laughs> along the way. I, I wrote a whole paper in eighth grade about how the the real protagonist of Huckleberry Finn was the river and oh. everyone else in class wanted to fucking kill Yeah, dude, me. I was in that class. Yeah. That, that was Saberna, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah no, dude. no, I was in Brandenburg. Oh, okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, everyone got real mad at me. Um... <laughs> Uh, it but probably yeah. slapped though. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> She's um, probably a really good. Band. No, but it, I love that guy. Sharp objects and Big Little Lies look great, sound great, mm-hmm. and this movie is like very much similar. And his movies are all very like green. Mm. Yeah, There's a, lot of, a lot of green. It, everyone's skin tones are pretty green. Looks good though. Even Big Little Lies, everything is so green. Yeah, yeah. it's really green, everything bluish so, green. So yeah. Green. Um, so let's we'll keep it moving. Um, and when we make these picks, they aren't necessarily the best or mm-hmm. the most important or anything, but it's a combination of all of it. It's just what we think is the pick for 
What were you going to say? They're, gonna they're say? mostly just things we had time to watch. Oh, okay. also, well, <laughs> couple of weeks. I would say we still cover the basics. No, but if, we'll if, mention the things we if don't. If there are things that that you, the listener, um, uh, our moms, basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and we don't mention, hit us up. We may do a, a redux episode. I, I really someday. hope my mom comes at me with some <laughs> shit like, how the fuck did you forget? Like, yeah. Voduism. Like, yeah. <laughs> way better album. <laughs> Mama's gun, <laughs> you jackass. Um for me, it would probably be Bottle Rocket. I think, like, just emblematic yeah. of, like, a very, like, like, just kind, the kind people in Dallas. But, I, yeah, I love Bottle Rocket. Nabil? Nabil's on his phone. Oh, he is? Okay. <laughs> is Hannah? he looking up Dallas movies? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, <laughs> I was going to say Bottle Rocket. <laughs> he literally Googled Dallas movies. I Googled <laughs> Dallas movies, and then it showed me Showtimes in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame in also saying Bottle Rocket, which is what I will do. Well... I, here's what Bottle I don't want to do. I don't want to. It's, it's unanimous. I don't want to say the same thing as someone else, and then I don't also want to qualify the thing. I don't want to do what Steven did because yeah. that was a blunder. Yeah. No. When you said I don't want to say it, and then you did it. Oh yeah. Damn, I did do that. <laughs> you did. You did. Say it. Oh man. But it's okay that we all love. Bottle but Rocket. you know, yeah. all, all, all said and done, I am gonna say Bottle Rocket because <laughs> on on a cursory Google, uh, uh, a Borat <laughs> showed up, and that's not right. <laughs> that's. <laughs> there's when you no think way. About it. It's a rodeo in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Other movies that I thought um, JFK. JFK. Like, yeah. I have never seen a single full-length movie or show. There was that James Franco TV show about JFK. I didn't watch that. I haven't seen Oliver Stone's JFK because it's like four hours. I'm just not that interested, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde um, oh, yeah. was also partially filmed in Dallas. And um, Bonnie and Clyde were from Dallas. True. Um, yeah, Born on the 4th of July was filmed in Dallas, but I don't think it's actually set in Dallas. Um, and then I think the X-Files movie was oh, yeah. Yes. in Dallas. Yes, yeah. firmly. Um, okay, let's move on to our final subject while we wrap things up. Um, Daniel? TV from... Dallas! Ooh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, TV from Dallas. So this is something... King of the Hill Yeah. is... Never explicitly, the town of Arlen is never explicitly meant to, uh, said to be a Dallas suburb, but Mike Judge has said it's been inspired by Richardson and Garland, which is where he spent time when he went to University of Texas at Dallas. And it always struck me as a particularly Dallas suburb-esque show. Mm -hmm. Just the way the houses look, the way the community looks, um, the way people behave is all very on point. Now, anyone who lives in Texas could probably make that argument, but it's always struck me as a very Dallas adjacent mm-hmm. uh, I think it's setting. got the suburb uh, culture on point. Yeah, like the absolutely. Big, like, yeah, big houses, you know what I mean? Like big personalities. And yeah. The, the... I had never seen it before we all watched it together. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, because I'm not like an adult cartoon person, which Fair. is bad to say because I you work, work on Burgers. one. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I liked it so much more than I thought I would. It's just so because, like, good. I don't know what turned me off from it originally, like maybe just the animation style, but I well, you actually, like big mouth, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> we know that you think that's an ugly show, but I don't know. Like I, it actually had like heart and emotion, and like yeah. I loved it, and I definitely see myself watching a lot more of it, which I did not expect going in. I that makes me so happy. Like my my one of my favorite like activities of recent is forcing people that say they don't <laughs> like King of the Hill to watch a couple episodes mm. and just like watching their faces light up. 
Yeah. When they decide that, oh yeah, this is. Do you have a favorite? You have a favorite episode? Um. Yeah. I th- Cole knows this. I think my favorite episode is when uh, Bobby gets gout and uh, <laughs> Hank pridefully assumes that his son has turf toe, only to learn <laughs> that his twelve-year-old son has gout, which oh, is wow. quite the old man's disease. And wow. I don't know. It's just. It's definitely not the best King of the Hill episode, but it's the one <laughs> no, that's really always funny. made me laugh the hardest. Because I just. I love like it's like an old school Texas father who's just like hopelessly like searching for any like sort of like meaning like like oh also just like i don't know like it's a very real thing that like like southern dads like really just want their kids to do masculine shit and i mean it's it's a recurring theme for the whole series but i think that episode like really captures well like the idea of like a father who just like really desperately wants his kid to be masculine and then like showing a lot of pride when he is doing some masculine shit only to learn that it was like oh no, no his my son is like actually just like really interested in like Jewish culture and show business and like Delhi culture which as yeah. we know very feminine things yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, but that's the you point it's like not, no it's, it's not, like no yeah, it's yeah. like a misinterpretation yeah. of like yeah these, these, definitely, these definitely. like these like things that like I see is like fucking northeastern stuff is like just pansy stuff you yeah know? like mm-hmm. King of the Hill taught me that was the first time I I, I figured you can't trust anyone oh. was, was, was an episode <laughs> I was in a, I was in a, uh, uh, I was, I was getting a sleep therapy thing. Mm. It was a thing where it was just like there was something wrong with how I was sleeping. I was like, like grinding. Sleep like, apnea? No, uh, maybe they they, <laughs> they took me to a facility where they were like, we're gonna put you in a, we're gonna put you in a bed. You're gonna go to bed. Okay. And we're gonna put all these things on your brain. My and dad stuff. did that. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, they put on King of the Hill to to get me to go to bed. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. But oh. they did play. Uh, they did play the episode where Hank has to like he has an opportunity to throw the football to win like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, the Cowboys. Or he game. can yeah. get the quarterback to throw it in for yeah. like two thousand. He he like he's he's you know dealing with it the whole day. Yeah. He finally gets. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna play it safe. He gets the quarterback to do it. The quarterback misses yeah. it. <laughs> that's another great. episode. It's a great episode. Yeah. I was like, wow, you can't trust anyone. Yeah. Oh, that's really not the lesson I would give. From that. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, it's, I, I I'm I'm with Nabil. No, it's kind of worked out for yeah. me in the in the okay. in the follow yeah. follow so up. Yeah. We're we're running out of time here, but um, Hannah and I watched some of the Real Housewives of Dallas. Insane show. Insane show. Um, I wrote a note about that. I said, I have two notes for Real Housewives of Dallas. One, distinct caste system of wealth and large charity influence and like where you stand in the charity world. And then my second note is, one woman was in the carnival as a child and she rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like honestly like a really accurate look at like what super wealthy people in Dallas do for fun, which Mm -hmm. is do charity balls. And it's to do charity to like spite each other. Right, right. It's so fun. Like to flex on other people. I mean... I don't know if that's a thing in Dallas, but that's so oh, funny it's that totally that's how a it is. Thing it's in Dallas. crazy. I, I really? was very, yeah, keenly aware of that. Wow. Um, other shows that were that that are filmed or set in Dallas, um, The Good Guys was a show with Colin Hanks, Bradley Whitford. Oh yeah, lasted for like a season. Um, there's some Dallas reality in addition to Real Housewives. Fast and Loud is apparently a big thing. What it's is like that? A, like a like a car garage Ugh. thing. Like I said, eleven twenty two sixty three, the James Franco show, uh, Wishbone. The kid oh, show with the dog. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. yeah. Big fan. Barney and Friends. Um, animated in Dallas was Jimmy Neutron, believe oh, it or not. Hell yeah. Movie and oh, the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Real good stuff. Gotta mention the show Dallas, uh, which was a huge cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, epitomized what Dallas culture was for a lot of people, even though it's much bigger than just oil barons and, and uh, rich white people, but not by that much. Um, the <laughs> reboot was actually pretty good. It was on TNT. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, then we all watched... Walker, Texas Ranger. That show is crazy. Crazy. Um, Dope. 
super satisfying and like a like a stupid lizard brain kind of way it's like really good to just like watch someone like fucking kick someone in the face and have yeah. it be satisfying yeah I, I didn't yeah I didn't realize like how many guns he shot yeah for some reason I was kicking. like yeah I more assumed it was one of those shows that like he doesn't need a gun he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know no. but like no like there was like that one scene where he like runs into that bank and just immediately blasts someone with a shotgun <laughs> with a shot with a and, like, sawed with off a shotgun, sawed off shotgun. Yeah. and all of this simultaneous for like ooh, whoa oh <laughs> and like, I goodness don't, yeah. CBS and I don't like gore, but it is funny that there is no blood ever. Yeah. Yeah. These no. people are just like Every decimated. now and then someone will like wipe their leg and come up with like a little yeah. speck of red on their hands. They're like, I was shot and you can't even tell at all. But it, <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, Walker's kind of fascist. I don't know, mm. something. Yeah, he cop like, justice. Cop justice, like definitely like goes outside of his jurisdiction a lot, but it's like... As he has to, though. Like, <laughs> he must. doing the right Stop. thing. Stop. <laughs> the West is wild. So he's like, no, but he, he, he you know. <laughs> um, so, our favorite Dallas shows, uh, for me, it's King of the Hill. I gotta say Walker's Axe Ranger. Wow. I'm King of the Hill, but now I'm, like, kind of thinking about Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> if that counts. Uh, yeah, probably. Honestly, it's, it's fucking bullshit that I've had to go last each time oh we've done this. God. But King of the Hill has been my favorite show okay. almost my entire life, and I'm... Yeah, that's just how We're it is. We're not trying to steal Everyone knows this about you? me, guys, no, so no, stop no. trying to steal it. It's a great show. Great show. It's a great show. Um, great show. Yeah. So we got to wrap this up, but we were, we were going to uh, also do a quick roasting the town where we just say our, our least favorite thing from Dallas. Yeah. And, uh... And uh, Stephen, I'll actually let you go last on this one because I know what yours is, Oof. and yours is a good way to wrap it up. Okay. Um, for me, it's just it, it can be a thing, it can be a person, it can be anything. For me, it's just the general sense of rampant consumerism mm. that Dallas inspires. I my answer is less poetic. I was just gonna say Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad, dude. Mine was Post Malone, but I also did a lot of research on Dallas cryptids, and I saw that people kept referencing a Texas Bigfoot, which is <laughs> fake, and there's only a Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest, so I would have to say yeah. that, because it's a lie, obviously, and the yeah. other one is real. Easily. So, like, um, yeah, this this isn't going to be popular, um, but I just fucking generally dislike the entire... Dallas Fort Worth area. Cool. Uh, there's like really very few things All that came out of it. Are you kidding me? I'm not a fan. Okay, yeah, okay, let's hear it. It's not for me. Well, we don't have much time. Well, but, uh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Uh, no, I just like, I feel like in a way that other major Texas cities like have like a very clear cultural identity, Dallas just generally lacks that. Um, it doesn't have like a strong, like, I don't know. It doesn't like no, nothing about Dallas like means anything to me aside from like I <laughs> guess I'm a, a cow- as I wear a cowboy's hoodie wearing a cowboy's, cowboy's hoodie right uh, now. Uh, to be fair, I haven't spent enough time there um, to like actually have formed a real opinion. It's all just been my interpretation of a city that seems to lack uh, concrete identity. Um, it also doesn't seem to appreciate. Uh, fucking anything dude it's a bullshit city oh you know what God. great <laughs> wow uh, no yeah i just i don't like dallas all too much my brother lives there that's probably my favorite part is uh because i love my brother um, <laughs> okay yeah well that's all that's actually folks. hot take <laughs> <laughs> all that said folks uh we hope you enjoyed this has been toasting the town uh for now toasting the town toast the town toast town we'll figure it we'll out we'll figure it out bye guys <laughs>